0: Hey y'all, it's Tex here, and I'm just here to open you up for the Megalo Box Episode Part 2. Enjoy!
1: To the scene where she's talking about like. Especially with her brother. This is why I like Mikio. Because they talk about how she. Usurped her brother. In some way. Or just sped past him. Took resources from him. To get this company. Because she wants to realize her dream. Because of their granddad. Something or the other. And then Yuri also mentions to Joe at one point. I was lost. And then I found purpose. In helping someone else achieve their dream. Is Yukiko's dream just market share? Like. Is she just Jeff Bezos? Like. Jeff Bezos and what, are your, what is your claim to fame <laughs> I'm the founder of Amazon.com like, okay if that's what you want to have and that's like the dream why did she feel so passionate about it like why was she like mm. this is like the, the way the show was plotted it made it seem that like if this contract doesn't go through like oh, it's make or break time Although at the end of the day, it, it, it kind of just felt like, oh, if they don't like the thing, it's just like, oh, the company will go on, I guess. Um, it was just, these are the things I'm talking about where it's like they kind of started diverging down the road, but then it's not important because it's not about Joe and it's not about Joe and Yuri's fight. It's not about the genuine, like, what is real mega old boxing and all that, like, sort of the driving point of the plot. But if you're going to have this, like me, like have this peek behind the curtains of like some stakes for other non-boxing characters, I want to have more. And then also, and I keep referencing my friend who watched it with me, he liked Yukiko a lot because she is the one character who is not like physically fighting her problems in the same way that a lot of the boxers are and that you need that contrast. And also let's not lie, like the gender contrast of a woman now having her own fight sort of on her side. And she's a lot more, she doesn't fight it physically. Her fight is a lot more in the boardrooms personalities in handling people and so th- those things are there too to contrast the actual megaloboxing but they're not there enough for me to just be like then just cut these some of these yukiko parts out and insert more about aragaki or insert more about Mikio. give some of the other boxers more characterization. Tell, give shark boy some like anger management thing where it's like he's dirty but only because he can't control his anger and he genuinely wants to like be better like i'm just spitballing now at this point but it, that was sort of my whole thing throughout the show I kept being like wow Joe's plotline is great and then they go to another character's plotline and I'm like this could be good but because it doesn't tie in Joe they don't spend enough time on it and it's not as fleshed out except for Aragaki again um, Yeah. yeah and I think this just like kind of leads into what we we're talking about where it's like the motifs I'm seeing some of the things with the show is I want to talk about like the stray dog motif i was while watching in the op multiple times characters say it is that joe slash junkyard or whatever he's a junkyard dog is a stray dog and the thing i got from it is the idea that stray dogs they're not domesticated but they're also not in the wild so they're like living on that border of society like the 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 noble savage uh, whatever you want to call it and they don't have a Place to be, and that Joe finds his place in boxing. They also have Yuri being a dog, and he didn't have a place to be either until he was owned by Yukiko and whatever happened over there. But he also felt in the ring because he had mentions at one point, like, my trainer told me if I ever find someone to dance with, you take that opportunity. Aragaki was trying to find his place when coming back from the war. Sachio's trying to find his place in justice for his family. And I felt like all these motifs of the stray dog were there. And that's really interesting to go into and purposeful. I just wanted to ask you guys, did you guys feel that there was the same theme of like trying to find your one purpose, trying to find the puzzle piece place where you belong, or am I just spinning my brain in circles?
0: No, no, I think you are onto something because I did pick up on that. And I think like it leads to the idea, like, so looking at a stray dog, like stray dogs might have their goals, but their goals ultimately change when they get a an owner. And mm-hmm. I think like looking and so we look at Yuri. He he was a stray dog who loved boxing. And like I think this is why so he's literally the dichotomy of like Joe. They both were the stray dog of the same cloth. They are in boxing for boxing. Not for money, not for fame, like which is why Yuri was like, Oh yeah, like I was able to switch and help someone else's dream because I was still doing what I wanted to I was still boxing in the end of it until he realized, like, you found another stray dog. And I was like, oh, you can do this without having an owner? Maybe I'd rather have that. Like, and that's like every child's movie about a dog. Wow, I actually love the stray dogs more. And now we become wild. But like, and I think that's like this show kind of does well. Like, Satya was doing his own thing and then he went with Joe and them and he was like, oh, I'm a, I might try that. But then kind of got it. Quick jabs at it and he's like, "Oh yeah. But Joe's boxing, we're in this for the long run." Nambu not take I don't, do we want to call him a dog? Scorpion.
1: I mean, they have we, that Scorpion motif. We can and... leave him out of this, but
0: like other dogs. Yeah. Uh yeah, but no, that was kind of the quick point I wanted to say. I think like the fact that they take on whatever their owner does but still has their own value is also important in this conversation. It kind of leads them differently. If that helps.
1: Right, they get, yeah, they like latch on to ideas of like whatever they're so like Sachio latches on to Joe in his dream, and that's why Joe can't lose because Sachio's would be devastated. Yeah, <laughs> Yuri latches on to the company and Yukiko, Miro Mikio. I always go back and forth with his name. Mikio latches onto his AI technology, and he's trying so hard to fight against the AI. That's why he loses though because he's like, is it me or is it the AI? And he wants it to be him so bad that he messes up and that's how Joe wins and I thought that was also well done at least particularly there if, it, if we want to try to fit it in um so that was just another thing that I again it's very light the show is good I think at not browbeating a theme to you it's not just like, oh, like you don't see people in the slums like oh Joe's gonna take it to the top and we're gonna <laughs> Do the class war and woo! But you do see them putting up posters, people getting tattoos, like, very light, like, people just watching the show, getting more, uh, watching Megwell, the boxing, watching Joe. And I felt like, wow, this is really good, like, not exposition, exposition, if that makes sense. Um, they tell you a lot in the non-obvious parts of the show. And I felt like that's a major strength that I really did like. The
0: show does well in making human people human.
1: mm right speaking of the humans, can we speak about the trans humans
2: we could we can talk about that. I was gonna say though that um right before that, there's also like with the whole uh motif of like belonging, I feel like uh we would be remiss if we left out um how the story ends. Which is very much, like, and is connected to this whole, like, you know, drama of, like, the transhuman, but the fact that, you know, Nambu creates a boxing gym and then, like, they all have, like, they all have, like, a place to belong in, like, the boxing gym. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, they all, like, they, they, they kind of find, um, you know, like, they find, like, a home. Right? Like, the yeah. a slice of happiness. Exactly. Within, like, the, like, deeply oppressive society that they live in. Um, but... Yeah, I don't know. I think so. That's why that was one of the things that made me be like, um, yeah, I think you're you hitting the nail on the head with this like stray dog and like belonging motif and like freedom and all that. And then you could even talk about uh, them at the very end, like being as like a pack, you know what I mean? And finding belonging. Uh, uh, yeah. Right. Finding belonging ooh. with each other through being in a pack. <laughs> right. 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 My third eye is opening. <laughs> <laughs> um yeah. Um so I, I think I think that's the, that was the I think your um reading into that was correct. Um okay. I think I think that the, the humanism piece, like let's I, let's actually do the the genuine article piece right before that. Um just mm-hmm. because I feel mm-hmm. like the humanism piece is like the it's just very meaty, you know, um analytically um but on the subject of like the genuine article right so it's this motif that also um is throughout the course of the whole show right with like um there being a search for like um the uh quote-unquote genuine article like someone who's like a boxer um who and that's what like yuri says you know um that he's searching for like the genuine article like he wants to find someone to fight against who's like i don't know like truly like the embodiment of like greatness as like a boxer. And like the genuine article seems to be someone who really fights for like the sake of boxing itself, but in fighting and like honing the craft of boxing really makes like a point about like the like greatness of like humanity. Right. Or like makes like a point about like, you know, what, what it's possible, um, for, um, you know, people to achieve. Um, which is just an interesting point. Um, and in contrast to so the genuine articles, it's, it's kind of left for us to infer that the gen that there are two genuine articles in the show. Um, one of those genuine articles is Yuri. Um, and the kind of I believe like the way in which the show demonstrates that he can be read as like a genuine article um which is in turn connected like these things are connected to like the broader theme of like humanism and like the show versus the transhuman or whatever but yuri ends up like um before his fight with joe he ends up like deciding to have the integrated gear um removed like surgically removed and so that's for people to know too um yuri's gear um is like supposed to be the next generation technology it's like actually like grafted onto his skin um Mm -hmm. and you know yuri has this relationship with like yukiko or whatever that's how that happens he's like selected to be like the poster child of this like new generation of uh gear but in any case um right so at the you know at the end he chooses to um you know just fight joe um Mm -hmm. as like you know mano a mano you know what i mean like without any any enhancements just human against human um but then the other um you know genuine article is joe um and i think here i'll contrast with like the folks who aren't like the genuine articles or can be read to not be the genuine articles so that's basically all the other boxers in the show but i think we can really focus more so on like the i think focusing on aragaki and uh, mikio um those are the ones that make the most sense um because they're given so much more um you know they're given so much more um characterization characterization exactly and so what what's up about them is that they kind of they fight um for ulterior motives right ulterior motives so um aragaki is i mean in some ways fighting to like um hold on to this like past that he like lost or whatever but he's also fighting to like um you know he, he's also fighting like there's this like him kind of wanting to get revenge for what happened to him um or make make uh nambu atone and so that's like an ulterior motive that's kind of coloring uh why he fights as you know distinguished from joe or whatever and then mikio is basically um fighting because he wants to make a point about the gear that he developed because um, he's an engineer he's yukiko's brother but he's an engineer and he was in a power contest with yukiko Uh, within the Shirato um, Corporation and they played out in terms of like two different sets of gear and ultimately Yukiko's gear got um, you know uh, raised up to be like the the gear that would you know be the next generation of gear Um, and what makes um, you know the integrated gear versus the AI gear um, and the AI um, led gear is Ace or whatever it's called is like the one that. you know that that uh, O rocks, Man, right?
1: Yeah, yeah exactly. Man, and so, you, which I want to point out, me, me and my friend asked like, "Wait, he has AI? Is this cheating?" Like, real yeah. we'll talk. Just thing. Yeah, it it was just, is. I was like, "Is that is that cheating? Imagine if like I don't know, I used AI in like race car driving. Like, I." But that was just the thing on the side that we thought was funny, but um. No, if you want to talk about like the whole genuine article thing, I think that's all of Mikio's like, entire conflict. Is it him? Is it the machine? And the push and pull against that in his own ego, in his own head, is what's driving him to keep pushing the gear further and further and further. And in the end, he just can't um, realize that in himself. And so he takes a backseat and starts to try to realize it in Yuri. Um, I actually thought that was an interesting development, how it's like actually all good and friendly now, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was an interesting um, <laughs> development in the plot. um but, uh, you know I mean it was in a very sense, yeah, I mean, too. in a sense, he like does reach like resolution, which is something that Yuri does say, right? Like he's like, oh, well, like he did chose uh, he did choose his path to go down or whatever. um mm-hmm. and ultimately, he made that decision. Um, but, uh, I think, uh, you know, since, you know, we've talked about characters for a while, um, let's dive into, um, the theme of like, which, which I think to be quite honest with you is like the driving, like if, if it can be said that there's a driving theme in the show, even though like, I don't think it's really like communicated all that much. Yeah, so I think there's, like, a natural transition um, between talking about Mikio and beginning to, like, explore, like, what is, like, the, I think, the most resounding theme in the show, (laughs) which is um, uh, this, like, conflict between, like, lower, like, the humanism of the show, which is implicit, like, nobody is, like, basically saying that, like, Joe fighting without gear is about, um, you know, proving, like, the metal of the human over the transhuman. (laughs) Nobody is saying that. That's not Joe's motivation um, in doing what he's doing. Um, But it is something that can be read into the show, um, given the fact that, like, he does stand out as, like, you know, a gearless fighter, right? Which begins as a gimmick, but then by the very end, he's like, Mm. no, like, me fighting without gear is something that I'm very proud of. Like, me being able to, like, stand um toe-to-toe against like the mo like the elite like megalo boxers um lacking uh like at a disadvantage is something that i take a a great amount of pride in um and so i think the story is an interesting theater for this like notion of like so you know on the one hand you have like the like what essentially megalo boxing is which is like a sport where like you know people are um you know moving like like using the gear to move beyond like uh human physical limits right to fight at a more um you know at a higher you know more intense level or what have you um and then Mm -hmm. you have like the shirato group and like you know it's very clear based on like the integrated gear but also the ai gear that like they're basically trying to like move um to like move beyond like the limits of like the human right and so that's like clear and like um, homegirl like yuki ko's like she basically states that like the function of like the um the integrated gear as far as because there's like a scene where she's like trying to sell it to like the military and that's like one of her motivations she's like this would just enhance people's like you know uh fight like just their abilities right and so there's this kind of like drive to like surpass the human and we can talk about like you know the kind of capitalist incentives behind all that um which are a part of the show as well um but i think what i would say is that um in the figure of joe like we have this story of like the human overcoming right like there's like a profound humanism there because he um is basically someone who you know comes from nothing like he's like a stateless person with literally no i no um he has no name he has no name no identity right no no, no rights mm-hmm. right and he uh he comes from like the underground like he begins the story as somebody doing like i don't know underground fights i don't know it's not necessarily clear if they're illegal but they're like underground fights um and he's like throwing matches um that's how he starts out right and so there's this mm-hmm. like message of like you know, theoretically, anyone. Um, which you know, it's a cool message, right? Um, theoretically, anyone um, can overcome, like true, like any, like human greatness can come from anywhere, right? Like theoretically, anyone can like overcome circumstance um, and really rise to like be an embodiment of like human greatness, taking place in the context of this like clash with like the transhuman, which is like, you know, um, embodied by. Um, both Mikio's, like, AI-driven gear, which, you know, it's interesting, Base pointed out the kind of, um, the kind of, um, like, uh, crisis of consciousness or conscience Mm -hmm. that happens as a result of that gear where Mikio is like, is this really me? Is this not? Like, what does this mean? Right? And, like, that kind of demonstration of, like, you know like the crisis of the human that can be ushered in by like the transhuman um if that makes sense or like the you know but it's really i thought it was interesting because um at least there i was a little confused after that arc to be honest with you because i was like what is the show trying to say because i thought or like what can be read in this like you know narrative of, like the human versus the transhuman because um he also is an example of like the transhuman right at first i thought it was just gonna build up to this like conflict with yuri Mm -hmm. right um and so then like mikio is also an example of the transhuman and so when mikio is defeated that to me is like oh okay wow like the human can defeat the transhuman right so i was like where is this gonna go with um yuri and then i thought it was interesting the way that with yuri again it's like the human like defeating the the transhuman but it's like in like a really like they, they give it a really interesting twist because yuri basically is like to hell with uh you know this integrated gear i'm gonna have to surgically remove from my body so that i can have a real fight um with joe and so in a sense like that is a point where he is like making like a statement like the antagonist is like rejecting like the transhuman if that makes sense like the antagonist um in the sense of like you know antagonist being like you know the the primary like oppositional force or whatever like the thing that Mm -hmm. uh the protagonist like reacts to right um the reaction inducing force so like yuri um abandons that and has it removed um and it's actually very interesting because like the uh the removal of like the um gear actually ends up having really adverse it's it's implied that it has really adverse consequences for him so he goes through a lot of pain um, and then um, it's implied mm-hmm. that uh, he's weakened as a result of having it removed, and it culminates in him being paralyzed after his fight with uh, with Joe, where Joe ends up, like, defeating him. And so it's just a really, you know, interesting theme in the story, and I'll just see what folks have to say in response to that.
0: I think uh, I just wanted to make a small point to uh... – Your uh, the human concepts like crisis versus humans. One thing I kind of just realized with the Mikio and uh, Yukiko, like um, so her way. Wait, you said what? I definitely said her name wrong. All right, did I? Oh, Yukiko. Yeah. Yukiko. Yukiko. Oh, bet easy. Uh, like hers. Uh, her way is definitely um, it's outside the human, but it enhances the human itself. It's like hers is just like just mech, and then it bonds with you, so it's like it just kind of enhances everything that's already there, while uh, Miki go his is outside the human, and enhance and doesn't necessarily enhance you, but helps you, and it led to like two different outcomes. So his is literally an AI that's like, hey, this, this is gonna have this 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 it. Kind of makes you better because, like, it's a helper, you get a sidekick, and then you get a little enhanced. But hers is still all you, in a way, at least more subtly. Not all you, uh, uh, if that makes any type of sense, but it enhances what's already there. Hmm. And I don't know if that brings up any conversation ideas for this. I think, uh, just for anybody, a
1: thing that leads credence, credence ugh, to the idea of the thematic human versus transhuman is like initially when you're watching the show at least from my perspective I'm going to speak anecdotally. I thought the gear was going to be like a big focus. I thought they were going to have this whole like tech guy. We're going to go into the gear as like even like sort of like how um, toy animes always obsess about the gear or mecha animes sometimes are very scientific about the gear because you have this whole thing with Joe using bad gear And they sort of steal better gear, but then it breaks and he doesn't use it. And it was like, oh, wow, that's real interesting. (laughs) And then they go into the first couple fights not using gear at first as a publicity stunt. And I think even if you look back at the whole thing of the show, because I just thought of this, the gear is never the focus of the individual boxers you fight. They never, no matter who Joe fighting... They talk about like this person has this special gear that does what, but it's never like this whole like oh, they've honed this gear for years and blah blah blah. Except for like Mikio and his individual AI stuff, but like Aragaki was just using gear. Shark Boy was just using gear. Burros, the big uh, American, I guess, who was like six foot six, was just using gear. Except for Yuri's, because it was special and integrated and tied into Yukio's story, Yukiko's story. But I think that is a – like I said, supports your idea that this is really about the human inside because the gear is there. But the show never puts emphasis on like, oh, isn't the gear cool? Isn't this like what you're here to see? Because at the end of the day, when you watch it, you're not there to watch. Oh, I'm here to watch – because I thought I was going to watch like robot boxing. I thought I was going to see some like cool (laughs) – like really flashy stuff but at the end it really is just straight up boxing in a very traditional sports type of way even with these gear enhancements no one's throwing like rocket punches or like windmill things it it really is about the people involved and their thought processes when using the gear and their teammates and that so I think that could go into your whole the human and the center and very humanist and how they can overcome the situations that are involved in um I think maybe it kind of loses a bit of that sort of in the end because after Yuri and Joe's fight, I don't know. I felt the ending was kind of just like, well, that's an ending. I I know where everyone stands and it was nice. It was emotionally resolving. It was just sort of like, I didn't, I, I don't know if they were really, they didn't have this moment where it's just like, Joe, the human triumphs over the machine. You know what I mean? It, it it was very subtle, very understated, which I think is, again, the way the show wants it to be. Is like, we're going to tell this story. We're going to give you this situation about this guy. Um, and Joe, even though he's the main, the main character, is sort of nameless, I think, for a reason. I think um, he's supposed to be what we all can like put onto Joe because I think Joe's biggest trait is that he doesn't go down. He just takes whatever he's hit with, whatever's given. So he is just the embodiment of like if you want to go down this humanist route, what we can choose to progress through in a very traditional thing shown in anime, rising from the bottom to the top kind of way, while interacting with other individuals on their own specific journeys, and that the thing that makes Joe special is that he is authentically himself. He never tries to be anything else, even his name is fake. Even when he's found out by the authorities, he never, like, lambashes it, lambast it, whatever. He never feels bad about for himself. He never, like, tries to guilt anyone. He's just, this is who I am. I'm here to do this because this is what I want to do. And I'm going to accomplish my goals with the strength of my own body. And yeah, of course, support and help from friends and all that. But Joe's him. He's authentic. And he brings out the authentic authenticity in his opponents. So I think that's where everything sort of like spider webs itself back onto. <laughs>
2: spider webs itself. Interesting verb mm. choice. Um but yeah, also convictions, right? So that that's another part of it, is physical ability but also his convictions. Um what was I going to say next? So I mean, you know, um, I think that's, you know, the the humanism of the show, right, Um, which I think is very interesting. And then I think this brings me to probably our, like, last, um, you know, possible thing to, like, discuss, uh, at least for this podcast, uh, which is just, like, you know, um, the show, how the show kind of um, discourses uh, capitalism um, in a sense um and like structures right so like it like these structures are always there they're always present um like the shirato group is like a gigantic corporation that is like you know inferred that we can refer to have a shit ton of power in like society and shit um and influence um given how you know you know the kind of like cult of celebrity around megalo boxing and all that stuff and the fact mm-hmm. that they Seem to be like the most important, um, boxing company, like the megalo boxing company, if that makes sense. Um, but it is interesting to note how, um, and I think this this goes all the way back to like uh, base's uh, point about Yukiko and her character and all that. I actually thought it was so, I think I thought it was interesting, um, you know, those moments of like humanity in like uh, relation to like the kind of structural systemic stuff, um, because you know ultimately at the end like she kind of despite her personal feelings because she does say that she loves yuri right like she says that at the very end like she kind of whispers that at least i think that's what she whispers right um i'll let, let you,
1: you have that, that. Okay. okay sounds
2: good but i think given <laughs> i think it makes sense you know given it does, like the it I'm, given I'm, I'm, their, I'm, their I'm, relationship no. and stuff um other but other. you know despite the fact that she can be very motherly she, she does have redeeming qualities, right? Like, there are moments where, like, she, she acts in, like, a very self-interested way. But, like, there are moments where, like, she does, you know, she, she doesn't do horrible she's, things.
1: She's holding right? his head and is, like, take the painkillers. And he's, like, no. <laughs>
2: <laughs> or, like, taking, taking yeah, in yeah. Sachi or whatever, you know, things like yeah, that, right? Yeah, or, yeah, like, yeah. the kids and all that. And it's, like, she does have human qualities. But then, ultimately, at the end of the day... Um, You got this, like, structure in the background, right? Like, there's a way in which one could read the story and be like, oh, she's just a bad person. But I don't think that's what the story is saying at all. Like, at the very end, it's like, she's not a bad person. She's the CEO of a major firm. Mm-hmm. And the way that things work in, you know, a presumably capitalist society um is that like hey you're the ceo like you are like existing in like a corporate landscape and like these corporations are all competing um for market share and it's literally like um you know grow or die um and so like it doesn't and like the whole like purpose of like the firm is to maximize profits and so ultimately Like and that will lead to like some dastardly shit like she's like she literally is in like, you know bed with like the military industrial complex right um mm-hmm. even though she's like we have some philosophical differences you know but which was also kind of funny just to say that like the military guys were like and silver and i laughed our, our asses off about this the, the military guys were like on the one hand like can you strap weapons onto this thing
0: <laughs> yeah <laughs> it was kind
2: of weird then, and then and then on the other hand <laughs> they were like she didn't even care about Yuri. <laughs>
3: <laughs> How dare she? She can't kill our soldiers. That's only we can do that. Ugh. Ugh. This is why you can't put a woman in charge. Yeah, but, oh but then God. after that comment, I brought up the fact it's not even so much like they don't give a shit about it, like, people dying because of it. But if people are getting paralyzed from it, then that means they can't do soldierly things. So it makes them useless. So that's why they didn't do it. Because they didn't care. Like, if it kills a few people here and there, that's... To them, they don't care, but they can't do it much with, like, a paralyzed soldier, so...
1: Yeah. I think to us, as, you know... Anti-capitalist, I think, is a... R- at, at best, is the way to put it. Um, we can obviously see the parallels of a company trying to maximize market share, working with the military-industrial complex. But I, I'm also just going to throw it out there. I don't think the show particularly demonizes it in a particular type of way i don't
2: think i think this is the show's response to it um if the show can even be said to have a response like like deliberate at least like i don't i don't know if we could say there's a deliberate like there's like a normative message the show is trying to convey i don't think that's the case um i think the show all right it's like maybe it is but if it is the message is just like well capitalist gonna capitalism and then it's like well like it 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 is is what it is right and then it's like joe and all them and it's like you know joe gets a win right but ultimately um and it's like it's it's a great individual win right but ultimately in reference to like the broader structures in society it is but a symbolic win that doesn't actually change anything there's oh. a Megalonia too, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> that was silly. Um, that was dumb. So so oh, things right, kind right. of continue on. <laughs> Yukiko keeps living her life as like a corporate CEO, and then like in in this ocean of like you know um, the status quo. Um, Joe and Nanbu and Sachio and the kids and Yuri um just you know carve out eke out their own existence right like they they they're content you know they they you know they accomplish some things um and they just kind of eke out their own existence um kind of living within the system but you know it's just a very much like it is what it is right like it's it's not it's not really saying that like Mm -hmm. what joe and them did is good it's just kind of saying like that's all they could do you know which is like It's true. Like, no individual can, like, destroy um, or, like, significantly, in whatever way you want to interpret that word, right? Whether it's, like, the most radical of radicals or just, you know, gradually, you know, building towards a different model of society. um, No individual can accomplish that. Um, Individuals and their decisions are important, especially when those individuals are in positions of power, but especially for a transformation of, A social model where you have a lot of people who are living in conditions of depravity, you know, people without IDs, people without Mm -hmm. rights, Mm -hmm. um, you know, all that stuff. Um, Especially um, in, in regards to a system that has a power structure that you know allows those things to persist. No individual can change that. You know, you need you need a collective to change that. And the show doesn't say that you need a collective to change that. But, like, we can extrapolate. Um, I'm extrapolating here. I'm reading my own conclusions about uh, the world that we currently live in. And, yeah, to be quite honest with you, at the individual level, the most that most of us um, can accomplish, actually, all really, almost all of us can accomplish, is just, like, symbolic wins, right? And that's why, if we want to actually change things, we need um, large groups of people to do that with. Um, provided we're in a context where we can act democratically.
1: So what you're saying is for Mega Boxing 2, Joe's going to walk back into it all the fixed boxing ring, rile up the proletariat, and they're going to storm the, what was it, the administrative district? I also want to say the show had like some kill a kill-esque like letter yes! in place on screen at times. It and it was just like Very random I thought it would continue But no It was like In the first two episodes And then like The second to last episode And I was like Okay But no
0: They said budget is gone <laughs> uh, I mean it really was
1: Storm The administrative district And kick in the door Of Shirato company And be like We're here to Box the capitalism
0: Away This show was an homage To Joe Ashida no Joe We don't got time for all this Fuck I think Uh
1: I, I guess I, oh, joe I is gonna to start it. a
0: boxers
2: union yeah. <laughs> and take <They're> off <laughs>
1: there's an international ima international megal box association or something there are rankings maybe they can unionize who, who knows i hope they have health care <laughs> and it's kind of crazy I though given, the, given the
2: fact that like he had a meteoric rise to the top of the profession that like and he became, like, a, you know, a popular a folk hero or
1: whatever. You, He they, they didn't yeah. make that much money. <laughs> right. Right. That's
0: real. That's real. All these legends, not extra rich in the first time. Like, that's, I feel like that's a good point to the make. The
1: people demand to see Joe. The, at least the people who can pay for it um <laughs>
0: yeah yeah
1: yeah but there's the whole thing
2: with like yuri too just to to bring the capitalism the way that like you know the capitalism and all that dehumanizes people right like you know this body is like commodified as like his body is like literally commodified like he and, you mm-hmm. know and there's the whole like yeah, owner man. like dynamic with like yukiko right and so with him like there is that kind of like level of like I actually am resisting you know this is a form of resistance um it's an I individual am, form of resi- i am
1: now the bread and i shall conquest <laughs>
0: <laughs> but like no nah, he like holds so much like yuri literally does hold so much weight like the whole company was like yo if you don't do this that's kind of or oh, maybe not a rap but it's a rap for her project yeah. and he said i'm a situ worker and this whole thing's on my backboard <laughs> what are you gonna do about it she said, dang.
1: Dang, I didn't think all right. of
0: that. Like, literally, <laughs> bro. He, the essentialist, essential worker for the company. Oh, my God. He says D- crazy. You no, know,
1: we're all joking. Um, I think it would just be good because uh, I, I don't know if anyone else has any, like, deeper, really hard-hitting stuff. I think I just want to talk about some of the more fun things about the show because I felt like I was being very negative even though I want to reiterate again. This is a, this is a great <laughs> show. Very well. First things first, aesthetics again. The show looks good great like i love the character designs everyone so feels pretty. so grimy in the right ways like i love the mob boss first of all the mob yakuza yakuza guy his arm tattoo his height he looked like a one piece character <laughs> and it was just interesting to see him move in <laughs> i also want to say cuz i watched the show late at night usually after i walked, worked out or something seeing joe get beat up and then him going to rest i was like man Imagine how good it must feel to sleep in Joe's position. So, I don't know. That was something I just Mm. found interesting where it was like, man, the rest this guy must get after a good round of sweating it out megaloboxing. Um, I thought that was very good. Again, we mentioned before the music, except for Satchio rapping. That was fucking weird. <laughs> I'm
2: just going to say it was just really weird. That was it weird. Was, I don't know what
0: the hell they were going for I don't know what
1: there. that was. You could, you could have...
0: They said Devil Man's Cry had a good rap session. Let's, uh, let's add that. You could have
1: rapping. It was pertinent to the plot, too. Why is he rapping and boxing in this random abandoned parking? It was... Oh, whoa, it was weird. That, to me, um,
3: screamed, we need to fill screen time. What, what did we do? Yeah.
1: Yeah, it was it was just like, again, one of those that's like, you could have not done that and just done anything else. <laughs> um, but again, I kept saying this. The show can only get so bad. And by so bad, it can only be great. I mean, again, well put together. Nothing was ever like, oh, that just doesn't make sense. It was just more of like, eh, that was kind of muddled or a little bit confusing or understated. But I really liked it. At the end, it was fun. Um, Joe was, my friend even joked, Joe's the mega boxer inside all of us. And I was like, shut up, you're being dumb. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what if um, One Piece was the friends we made <laughs> along the, the way? The real
1: mega, because they always talk about show us real Mego The real mega boxing is the friends we made <laughs> along the way. <laughs> no, but it was really fun. Was I really did enjoy dope. watching it. so
2: It's a good show. It's a good show. I'm glad I watched it. Um, thank you mm-hmm. for recommending this one, Texas Ranger. I enjoyed it. Um, hey. Would I watch it again? Probably, Probably not. <laughs> not <but> Probably yeah. <laughs> I've already watched it twice.
0: Maybe that's me.
2: Uh, I like well, fighting, right? I would, fighting, hey man, fighting. I would, hey, man. I think but. I would. It's not outside my top, like, 50 anime. Like, it's, I I. Provided that I've even watched 50
0: anime. The point I'm trying to make is that. <laughs> like, would you watch it you again if someone was like. You're
1: just exposing yourself like that, Tropical? <laughs> you just you just going to expose
0: yourself to the people? I might be an anime tuber and Spotify anime hey, person. But let me tell you, I watched about a, 16. This man has a Let's get him. <laughs> no, but I've seen it again because I ready. watched it with other people.
1: Oh okay. So I, I, know, I would do I'd that. I would watch it with other people, I guess. Yeah, I they do that like, too. What's, you know, what's a What's a oh, good yeah. boxing show I can watch? I'd be like, ah, you can watch Bagel Box. I'll be here with you, dog. Like I'm not gonna be like, nah. I don't want to see that. No, because it it does look good.
2: I was gonna say I would. Um, I would write. Uh. I think there's enough to write at first i was like i don't know if there's enough to write like a script and do a video on this but i actually do think that there's enough um for at least two like just one on like the whole arc um you know the 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 aragaki arc and then another one on like the you know the kind of themes or whatever but it was it was it was a good show i enjoyed it um that's all i gotta say um and i think with that um unless anybody has any final comments we can probably just wrap this up
3: i got one more the coach, his uh, uh, last name, Nabobu? Nabu?
1: Nanbu. Nanbu, yeah. Yeah, non-boo. He had
3: the most hardcore mm-hmm. moment in the entire show. And this kind of ties back a, a little bit to what Bass was talking. One of his critiques early on uh, when you uh, said that you would prefer to be died. It makes actually a lot of sense why he didn't die. Because he literally just flexes on the mob boss. And True. with a fucking butter knife takes his other eye out
1: that was hard as heck i'm not gonna lie it was pretty <laughs> hard i was like ah oh, dog that was cool
3: top three respect and he's just, the mob me. boss is just like do you think it's just no anybody work. could do this
1: Hey, he's again, like i'm just letting it's them not, go <laughs> yeah again is that nonbu it's more of the mob boss was just never seemed to be the person wrapped up in the whole like Man, these wacky characters and their megalomania <laughs> or megalobot, Whatever. Um, Megalonia. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It just felt if you were going to do this and have him let it go, maybe give the mob boss a little more personality. Have him be more like, oh, yeah, I love watching you. Just like something. Or, like, have him do the whole like i said before if he bet on joe anyway and was like oh that's great i still won but you owe me something and he's just like oh i'm gonna take my eye out and then it would be hard but yes it was hard as hell i'm i won't take that away from him
2: okay so thank you all our beautiful listeners for tuning in to this uh you know these episodes on megalobox um we if you like this podcast please feel free to subscribe on Spotify, oh iTunes, God. um follow our YouTube channel. We also have a YouTube channel for um you know anime analysis videos. We talk with It's growing. We're up to 54 subscribers. It's great. Um eventually we're going to have more than Jijik. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to dismantle the anitube um oligarchy just saying that but anyways um thank you all so much follow you know our social media our twitters at least at boys anime and at uh otaku uh give us money on patreon (laughs) please
0: (laughs) but
3: only if you want to
0: It's your choice. It's your choice. It's your choice. Your, your choice. choice.
2: choice we really appreciate it. Um and we'll uh, see you all next time. So uh, why did I do the Jijik thing there? I don't know. <laughs> 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 all right.
1: All right, it's over. All right everybody, it's been great to see you. We're heading out bye. If you want to direct all your things to uh, anime critiques, talk to go to at Tropical, at, at Otaku at this <laughs> man for not watching enough anime apparently.
0: Peace, love, <laughs> swag, and Pros- happiness. Our sincerity, whichever one we are. Prosperity, <laughs> whichever one. No prosperity. There we go. Okay. Also, <laughs> wear a mask. Cut, Cut the mic. Mask the
2: Cut fuck the up, motherfucker. Please, I'm not trying to die. I have asthma.
0: <laughs>